Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the program. I'm glad you're with us today. I hope you come every Saturday. You know, we're live from the Odyssey Good Life studio. Starting right at live at 12.05, and we go right to 1 o'clock. One of the weeks, usually the after after portion, the fourth segment. And if you missed it, goodlifeguide.com or go direct to knssradio.com, and uh, you can listen to previous programs. Or at goodlifeguide.com, you can see what's coming up in the future, like this week, you would have known that we were talking about every cocktail has a twist. Uh, my guest, husband and wife team, Carrie Johns Jones. I'm sorry, Carrie. Carrie Jones and John McCarthy uh, been together a while. Uh, bartending background, but both of them are uh, mix, mixologists to the extreme. John, let's talk to you. Uh, I'm always fond of saying when you have a book that the first you know, 12 pages have so much to offer, uh, you know, with the introduction, uh, that kind of thing. Uh, it just means so much. And and you guys, even though you're first, uh, what, you got like uh, uh, up through page 17, I think, um, you got a lot of information that in a way it could almost be, uh, you, you could have devoted enough for a small book for each of those sections. Let's talk about some of those. First, begin with the basics. If I'm going to have a holiday party at my house, and I'm really not good at this, and I don't really know, I have uh, all of the standard booze bottles lined up. What do I need in tools and accoutrement to be ready to to mix and make fun? Well, you're going to need uh, a shaker set. Um, <clears throat> shaking tins, as we call them. And you can, I love a uh, fancy, beautiful glass, mixing glass to stir cocktails in. Um, but if you don't have it, you can use your shaker tin. Um, and to do that, you're going to need a spoon. Um, you need your Hawthorne strainer to strain your cocktail after you've shaken it or after you've stirred it. You can use your Hawthorne strainer um, on your glass, mixing glass as well if you need to, or julep strainer. And your jigger. And if you got those things, you can start making drinks. Your jigger is going to be your measurements. Um, yeah. You start. That's kind of like you got to have those to make drinks. If you're not, if you don't have those, you're just pouring shots. 
And I think this is an important point. Uh, I don't use a jigger often, but I don't make drinks that much. I'm a wino. It really is, especially if you're going to make a, a more complex drink out of one of your recipes in the book, it is kind of important to measure, just like in baking, isn't it? Absolutely. Baking is actually the analogy we use absolutely all the time because it's not necessarily that complicated, but it is precise. And the same applies for bartending. Um, You wouldn't, or you probably wouldn't make cookies by just sprinkling in sugar, kind of eyeballing it, dashing in some cinnamon. You know, you need those, you need those cup and teaspoon measurements. Um, And the same very much applies to cocktails. Yeah. You just described me. I look at a recipe and go, yeah, I can do this. And I modify it and, you know, measurements. I, I am pretty good. My wife checks me often where, here, here's a tablespoon. No, that's not a tablespoon. It's too little. I put it, scrape it up, put it in the tablespoon. Perfect. You know, but I'm I'm also lucky. Um, Okay, so we got the, the basic tools. Now we're ready to start thinking about ingredients that you need to have on hand. And this is where you could really go nuts because now – even if you have array of uh, 12, 15 bottles of spirits, including some of those accoutrement, non or low alcohol, but, you know, mixing items, uh, you got to have the stuff to, to add to it. Talk about some of the things that you recommend for uh, ha- having on hand to put together some of the drinks in the book. So what we usually say to people, especially those who are just getting into home bartending, is the best way to start building your bar is to pick a drink or two you like. Because if you go out and buy a nice dry vermouth, but you're never making a martini, it's kind of just going to sit there. Um, But if you're a Manhattan person, it's worth investing in um, a good bourbon or rye, um, a great sweet vermouth, and maybe a small collection of bitters. And if you're a margarita person, you definitely want to have a good Blanco tequila or two on hand, uh, perhaps different kinds of orange liqueurs, um, and kind of build out your bar from there. If you're if you're really going um, for just what you need across the board, I think vermouth and orange liqueur are a great place to start. But it also just really depends on what you're interested in and what your guests are interested in if you're entertaining. Yeah. Um, fresh ingredients. You know, there's nothing better than the smell of fresh lemon zest or lime zest or uh, grapefruit and and incorporating those into a glass with some spirits has always been one of those things. And whether you're just taking a twist and rubbing it around the rim of a glass or whether you're squeezing a lemon into a drink, it adds a lot. Uh, You have a good section on ice. I think you could have spent more time on ice because for me, Ice is everything, whether it's a glass of water or a Tom Collins, a Martin, not a martini, but you get the picture. And I have a ice made clear. I'm a, I like to make the big square crystal clear cubes of ice. What do you tell people about ice? Better to buy good quality ice that is actually in a bag but clear, crushed versus whole big cubes. What do you think? So what we always say is that ice is an essential ingredient in cocktails because it's not just chilling the drink down. Um, Whether you're shaking or stirring a drink, it's also providing some dilution and some portion of every drink is going to be melted water from that ice. So our main rule of thumb is basically don't use ice that's been in your freezer for two years because it'll be 
kind of freezer burn, just like everything else that's been in your freezer for two years. Um, what you're looking for when shaking or stirring is consistency in size. Um, and so just a standard ice cube tray or um, those silicon kind of square-sided ice cube trays that you can get now for square-sided cubes, both of those work great. You don't necessarily need a high-tech solution, although John especially can geek out about ice all day. One thing to think about with ice is it's about surface area. So when you have that big, beautiful, clear ice cube, you have less surface area um, melting. Whereas if you have the nugget ice or the pebble ice, you have lots of surface area all melting. So it's what, what drink do you want? If I've stirred my drink, poured it over a big ice cube, that tells me I'm, I'm, I'm sitting and I'm, and I'm sipping. Whereas if I have a tall drink full of crushed ice or pebbled ice, to me that feels like I'm, I'm, I'm more festive, maybe it's hot out. Slurping it down. I'm slurping it down. I'm dancing. Um, and ice really kind of helps the drink, the drink's personality. Well, it, it, again, it brings me back memories of being in Aspen at the, at the most magnificent one event, but haven't being invited to some of these premier, premier spirit events where they've gone through the effort to have big two and a half inch round balls of crystal clear ice and they're pouring some of the most magnificent, extensively aged spirits over the top. And, and, and it, it harkens to, there's a lot to be said for the glass that you put it in, the decorations that you do, the attention to detail, like that clear ice, like whatever you rub around the edge of the rim of the glass or what, whatever you float in the glass if it's that kind of drink. And, and I, I think that's really important for overall enjoyment. Couldn't agree more. And I think that, that connects to, again, the presentation, um, presentation on the plate or presentation of the glass. I mean, we've all been there where you see a tray of drinks going out and you just see it and it just looks so good. And you say, what is that? And I want one. Yeah. It, we did it, it two days ago. We were at a restaurant locally here of all places, a Red Robin, a hamburger place. Eh, it's more than a hamburger no, place. Well. But that's and they're bringing out these drinks, and they're just beautiful. I mean, it looks like we're summertime at the beach, you know, and it's it's 38 degrees outside, but people are drinking really fancy stuff, all in uh, pretty neat stemware or, or glassware. And uh, you, you think it's worth spending money on some of the, you know, Riedel's jumped big into spirits glasses, cocktail glasses. Uh, are you guys just minimalists and just any – standard uh, Collins glass or, or uh, coupe would, would work. Uh, I'm laughing at you say that because uh, we're looking right at our glassware hutch, and I don't think you could call it minimalist. <laughs> <laughs> we have rather an extensive glassware collection. Um, glassware is fun, and to, to some extent, um, you do need the right drink, the right glass for the right drink. You want a you know, short rocks glass for certain stirred drinks. You want a coupe uh, with a stem for others. But beyond that, it's just a lot of personality. Uh, we, we love antique glassware. We love some of the quirky new designs you see now. Um, as John said, a lot of it's about presentation. Do you, do you need 10 different styles of coupes? Absolutely not, but they could be really fun to have. You know, and then talking about things to make cocktails with. And uh, I've done it. 
a lot of us have where you buy a pre-made, you know, Zing Zang uh, Bloody Mary mix or a, 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 a citrus-based something to make margaritas out of. And it's never as good as making your own from scratch. And years ago, I'm thinking 20, 2015, 2016, have you guys ever heard of Warren Bobro? No. No. Warren is a – his first book was Bitters and Shrub Syrup Cocktails. And he okay. called it Restorative okay. Cocktails, Mocktails, and Elixirs. And he has morphed into – he's a big cannabis guy. So he's making drinks out of cannabis. and But you can buy today some premium quality things to make drinks out of. I had a, a gal – uh, Karen, oh, that's going to check my memory. Karen Champion from Sonoma Syrup Company. And you talk about premium made products that are to be used with alcoholic spirits to make great drinks. And, you know, we got a gal up in Kansas City that's making, and I use this not only to make drinks out of, she's making a non alcoholic rosemary mint syrup. It has sweetness. It's not that sweet, but you know it's it's great in a cocktail. Better yet, it's great in a marinade for loin lamb chops. You know, and you guys, you tell people that it's okay to use some of these off-the-shelf uh, ingredients to rather than make your own margarita mix or make your own Bloody Mary mix, or do you think it's better to do your own? It depends on the situation. I think when you talk about things like um, high-quality syrups that are coming out now, cocktail syrups, those things that are really made with premium ingredients, um, some of those are absolutely phenomenal. Um, and there are um, some juice mixes that are as well. There's a brand called Fresh Victor um, that we love that really has a way of capturing the fresh citrus flavor um, of juices in a, in a bottled form. What I would say with um, juice mixes is that something like that is not even in the same planet as the margarita mix. You know, you buy in a jug for $5 at the grocery store. Um, so if you're, if you're buying from somewhere that really does pay attention to preserving the quality of the juice, um, that's amazing. I would say the vast majority of mixes, especially if they're branded as mixes, out there are not going to be the same. But if it's something um, with fresh ingredients, then yes. When you look at, you know, a store-bought margarita mix or bloody mix, you got to look at the ingredients and see, like, what, what are they using for their stabilizers? What are they using for their sweeteners? I mean, if it's just chock full of corn syrup, it might not be what you're looking for. When you can just get yourself a hand juicer and squeeze a lime and put a drop of, of agave syrup in it, and that's going to do you 100 times better. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Well, you know, we kind of touched on you have eight steps to better cocktails. Invest in the right bottles, and that goes without saying. You can't make good stuff out of not-so-good stuff, whether you're making wine or whether you're concocting a, a mysterious blended cocktail. Uh, and you just touched on using only fresh citrus. Uh, sugar. We're such a sugar-driven society, good or bad. Uh but sweetener is in many cocktails is a big important thing. And you mentioned, you know, using agave or what other things have you had great success with when you want to sweeten a cocktail? 
Well, the first thing I would say about using sugar or using sweeteners is that its purpose isn't to make the drink sweet. It's to bring all the elements of the cocktail together and create balance. So we never look for using a sweetener to make a drink sweet. It's just to bring it all together. It's like putting that pinch of salt in there. Sometimes when we're trying, we're creating a recipe and it's like something's missing, but then if we put a quarter ounce of simple syrup in it, which is half water, it's all of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, great. Now we're, we're getting all the, the notes that we were trying to create uh, have all now come together. Um, and we've used, you know, you have raw sugar, maple syrup, agave. We use a lot of honey. And all those things can also be infused with flavors, like you mentioned, the rosemary. Um, we make a rosemary honey, a cinnamon honey. Um, we we like to play around. It's a great way to add another level of uh, complexity to a cocktail when you do an infusion, either in the spirit you're using or in a syrup. Yeah. Uh, while you were talking, I was looking at uh, a couple of the Bloody Mary recipes, a Mezcal Mary, a Chesapeake Bloody Mary, a Hail Mary, a Saki Mary. Uh, there's a lot of variations, and I think that's one of the things that's really important about what you guys have put together. It's classic drinks for sure, but it really does provide an opportunity for a twist. If you guys can stay with us for one more break, we'll come back. We'll highlight a couple of drinks that are in the book, and then we'll bid you farewell and give away a copy of the book. Don't call now. It'll be the next break after this one. I'm Guy Barrett. It's a good life. Don't go away. We're right back after this quick message. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 